for it to be This is small town music This is big town music He's ahead of his time, you know But he can't use it If only he could prove it Well, tomorrow's just a song away A song away A song away Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. I'm April Richardson. And I'm Kyle Dalton. And uh, <laughs> now I don't know what to say. I don't know. I liked how you, we told you to give a beat. You gave a very elaborate, you like, went full Wayne's like, World. three, two, one, then you pointed to yourself and then you just immediately started laughing and laughing. then you didn't even give yourself a beat. You no, just went, went right, just into, went right it. into it. Uh, so we're here tonight. We're late, uh, not a late night record. It's only, it's 8.13 mm-hmm. on a on a Thursday. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we got to get home in 45 minutes to watch Friends. Oh, no. Yeah. I often forget. I'm glad you said it was Thursday. I forget what day it is all the time. You've been... Uh, I think I say I often forget that Friends is no longer on the air. Friends doesn't exist. I never watched it when it was on. I've you, seen two episodes of Friends in my entire life. That's enough. That's all you need. Yeah. Not it's not not which one yeah. do you see? The one with... Uh, the Jay. one where you watch Seinfeld instead? Ha <laughs> I've, I've ha! I've seen one episode of Seinfeld in my one life. One episode of Seinfeld? What's your favorite sitcom? Cheers. Frasier. I did watch the shit out of Cheers. I don't know. I never, at the time Friends was on, what was I watching? That's like when I was in high school. Party of five. Ha <laughs> ha. No, I don't really. Melrose Place. I mean, yeah, I totally watched Melrose Place. Did you really? Dawson's Creek. Yeah, for sure. I, I did, did not too. watch Dawson's Creek. I watched 90210. Remember I watched Bell. Cheers, of course. <laughs> but I was, when I was little, I watched things with my mom like Dallas and Falcon Crest and I Dynasty. Probably wasn't appropriate, right? Yeah, but I mean, I was with my mom, and I she, guess, yeah, she said it was okay. Explain it to you. I can't remember. My appointment television around Friends time, I think, was like Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh yeah, and how, Different World, and Cosby crazy, Show. How crazy was that Melrose Place episode where she took her wig off and she had that yes. big scar? Yes, that was really gross. Yeah, <laughs> it was really gross. I was. I was like, oh no, what happened? Uh, I watch Melrose Place too. Yeah, I watch Nine Hundred Two One Zero also. Yeah, they give the right zip code. Nine Hundred Two One Zero. Nine Hundred Two One Zero. That's right. But I was also watching like the Ben Stiller show and stuff when Ben Stiller. Show I was more good. into that stuff. You just got that on. You just picked that up on DVD. Did you watch it yet? Yeah, no, not yet. What are you waiting for? Oh, you mm-hmm. haven't seen it ever. I've seen kind of like, jealous sketches, but never right whole episode. So I get jealous. That's like it a thing like where I wish bucks. I could watch it again for the first time. You know what I mean? Just buy it on DVD. It's five dollars. Yeah, it no, but you know what I mean. Having oh, never seen it. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You'll see Ben Stiller do a, a great uh, Bruce Springsteen. Oh impression. my God! Yeah, I may have seen that clip before. And yeah. The guy who's uh, who plays Saul Goodman's in it too. Oh, he's got a bright future ahead of him. That <laughs> he guy. Does. Um, do you watch Better Call Saul? I have started watching. I don't have cable, but I started season one's on Netflix now. Did you so watch Breaking Bad? No. Oh, so you just jumped right into Better Call Saul? Well, I love Bob Oden. I will follow him anywhere except so, Breaking Bad. <laughs> well, but. He's not the focus of that, yeah. though. And the thing with Breaking Bad, I'm not not watching it on purpose. It's mm-hmm. just the sort of thing. I remember I was dating Andy when it was actually on the air, and there were a couple episodes where I had to leave the room. It was gruesome. Yeah. Where I was like, I don't think I can't. As much as it's acclaimed and every single person I know tells me it's the best and I believe you, I don't know if I can handle it. Yeah. Because there really were a couple of times where I tried to be sitting next to him like, okay, whatever. And then I'd be like, oh, my God, I can't handle this. Right. So I don't know if I'll ever watch it. Did uh, so you don't watch violent, you don't like violence. I can't really handle it, all right. It gives me nightmares. You don't watch Game of Thrones? No, well, that I don't give a shit about because it's like wizards and shit. <laughs> Hell no to that. I don't give any, I don't give a care about anything that's even remotely Renaissance Festival related. So, no yeah, wizards, so no dragons, no, no swords, no, medieval no, hobbit. Times. no, no hobbit, nope. 
No music by Yes. No, that's like the wizardiest. We've already been over this. I know, that's why. Harry Potter? Yeah, I'm super, Harry, no. Yeah, Harry Potter? I saw the first two Harry Potter movies and then I was like, I think I'm good on this. Like, I don't need to see all that's of them. That's fair. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm not, no I'm wizard not stuff. What into about, wizards. What about uh, Star Wars? You like Star Wars? It's sci-fi. I saw that's all the Star Wars. I know what it is, Kyle. <laughs> I saw those when I was a kid. Fantasy. But mm-hmm. I have zero. I've not seen any recent ones. All right. I saw the original three when I was a kid, when everybody else did, and I'm good. But do you like <laughs> anything that's fantasy? Honestly, not really. Right. I don't read fiction books. All right. I'm very firmly like. I don't read. Many let's stop being polite either. and let's get real. I read just like rock bios. That's really me all too, I no, read. me too. Or autobiography for sure, just yeah, like historical things. I'm uh, yeah, I'm jealous of people that can like uh, read a book a week. You read, right? You're a big reader. Yeah, I don't read as much as I used to. Yeah, you dummy. <laughs> I read a lot, but they're never any. It's I don't. Yeah. I feel bad. I wish I had a better imagination. Yeah. I'm almost jealous of people who are like super into fantasy things. It takes me so long to get through like a book that isn't like uh, that. Uh, that's um, fiction. Right. It takes me so long to me get Me too, it. because I'm kind of like, and this isn't a judgment. Again, I'm jealous if you have a good imagination, because yeah. I don't. And I feel like when I read a fiction book, I, I'm kind of going, I'm, this is a waste of time. I should be learning something that's real mm-hmm. instead of a thing that never existed or won't and exist. If I'm reading know. an autobiography and I put it down and don't get back to it for two weeks, I remember right where I left off. Right. But if it's fiction, I'll be like, oh, I got to read like a couple pages back. Right. I forget what's going on. Yeah. 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 It's sad. I, don't know, I can't find time to read either. Because I go to, I fall asleep immediately when I start to read. Really? Yeah, like, I read a great, I mean, I read a lot on Tom planes. Petty was. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. No matter what I'm reading. No, I, I mean, I, uh, being on planes is my favorite thing. It's my favorite thing. Are you going to be on it? Because you, you just have like four or five hours to just sit there and read or do whatever. Like I no bring, one can get in touch with you. I'm like a child. I bring lots of activities because I know I'll be bored. Mm-hmm. I download like four of the shittiest movies that came yep, out that right, year. Right, right. I bring a book. Mm-hmm. I have video games. Right. I do it all. Yeah. I usually just read, I think. You're going to be on, you told us uh, before we started recording, you're going to be uh, traveling on a tour bus in the summer. Yes. Now that's going to be. I don't have any details yet, but yes. Yeah. But that's going to be cool. It's gonna be super cool because you're gonna have a lot of time to kill in the. And I'm gonna be living. That's like the dream. I'm gonna be sort of like a rock star, but not. You know what I mean? It's like the most touriest of tours. I don't know. I, I don't know that many comedians that have been on a tour bus. Right. Exactly. So that's pretty great. Yeah. And this is a campaign tour bus, right? It here. is a campaign. Chris Hardwick is running for president. <laughs> and, and the late entry. Your vice president. I'm VP. <laughs> yeah. Ted Cruz. I watch Veep. That's a show I watch. That's a good show. That's, yes. That's uh. That's. A comedy. It's not fantasy. It's I know, but I was just, when fiction. we were talking about shows, that's appointment television for yeah. me. Uh, do you watch Silicon Valley also? Yes, I haven't watched that new one. I, this is all courtesy of Chip Hope's HBO Go password. Don't call the cops on me, anyone listening. Um, I haven't caught up on that one, but I watched the premiere of Veep last night. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, that show's great. It's so funny because uh, this, the, the, uh, by the time this is up, people have seen it or they won't have, and fuck them. Um, <laughs> as soon as the episode started, I'm like, what is on her face? Right. Because it was about she has a pimple on her face. But right. I was like, I actually. Oh, you thought it was just like I on thought, her face. I thought Julia Louis-Dreyfus really had like some a blemish. And hey, like, maybe, what if she did and they just had to did. write it into the show? Maybe maybe she did. Yeah. So yeah, Veep is a great show. I love Veep and, and yes. Silicon Valley. All those guys just crack me up so much. Every Everyone that talks on Silicon Valley has a funny line. Totally. And it's a weird thing where I'm like, I kind of know everyone on that show. Mm. It kind of blows my mind. Mm. You know, when I was first watching it, I'm like, wow. Yeah. 
it's weird to yeah it's just cool i'm like weirdly proud of them that sounds weirdly motherly but good because it's a great show too for sure you know it's always sucks when your friends are on a show and it's not that good a show they know it's not a good show you know it's you know what i'm saying right and um but yeah when when your friends do something of quality you're like yeah you're like yeah hell yeah uh you still send in what are you doing i sent i sent the email you sent me an email Mm -hmm. um so anyway, tonight's topic is uh, I, I threw you a whole bunch of stuff and you you said nope. Look, nope. only because okay, nope. One but of them, you know what? But that's fine if you uh, yeah any if you ever want to come up with a topic that's cool. So this was this is simple and we haven't done this since like we did this one time before like season one like oh no yeah well, but like we, so long again so long I needed ago. it to be simple because this is a very hectic couple of weeks right. for me and some of the ones like you were like how about harmonicas and I was like oh man I'm gonna have to go through and listen right. like these are just but then I said how about an all Garth Brooks episode and you're like and no, I was like I don't want to be blamed for everyone unsubscribing to your podcast we've done we did an all dire straits and an all pink floyd and i think fine. even an all, all garth brooks for anyone who isn't me is going to be testing patience i think you bring the funny so that <laughs> that's what people want they'll just fast forward through all the song parts yeah to the talking yeah so, i just when you said that i was like i i don't want to be held responsible for all the hate mail that you would get uh, if we I did an we all do, garth brooks i mean we have fans episode. in low places hey <laughs> we should do it sometime though because even some of the lyrics are like what's that one where he uh what's that one song it's on the chase where he's uh he goes to work for the the lonely widowed woman and she steals his uh, virginity from him I don't know he, off the dome whole, <laughs> I didn't know that you liked him at all Oh yeah 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 See that's surprising I totally thought that one of the times I played him you were kind of like what No no not true no I do like Garth Okay All right so you're what, yes Kyle I was going to say I think we've had this discussion before you played him and then he said he liked that song, and you were like, "No way! I didn't know you liked that." I say that every time, every you can't single time. That anyone because likes no Christmas. one else, yeah, exactly. Like no one else in my social circle likes him at all. Well, what is his alter ego? Is even alter? Ego? Chris Don't Gaines. bring up Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines. Don't bring up Chris Gaines, though. That you, never happened. I eternal sunshined Chris Gaines right out of my head. Would you? Would you do an only Chris Gaines? Episode? I would do no. That he didn't exist. I, I don't didn't know even, what you're talking about. I didn't even listen to that CD when it came. No. Out. Why would you have? No. Just for, <laughs> just for the fun of it. See what's going on. I've never seen the video. And being like, what are you doing, Garth? Garth, host, look at yourself. Garth hosted Saturday Night Live, and Chris As Gaines. It was the musical guest. Yeah, and that really bummed me out because whenever he hosts Saturday Night Live, he's actually really funny. He is. He's good at it. And then when they were like musical guest, Chris Gaines was like, no. <laughs> did they ever do a, a Wayne Garth and Garth sketch? I don't think they did. Oh, no, I don't because think they this did. is after this yeah. was in the nineties. That'd be great. Uh, this Wayne is post Garth. Wayne's World. Wayne Garth and Garth. <laughs> That'd be, Kyle, that'd be excellent. The New Heart <laughs> Show is another one that reminded me, this is Larry and my brother Daryl and my other brother Daryl. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Wayne Garth and Garth reminded me of that. I watched that show too. What's your favorite show of all time? TV show of all time? Yeah. I mean, Mr. Show, probably. All right. Probably, yeah. How was the new Bob, Bob and David? I didn't, I haven't watched it. It was great. It was great. I got to go to the taping of one of them. I mean, and it was I like. you tweeted that you went on taping. Greatest moment of my life. How many episodes of that did they do? They only, that was the only bummer. They only did like six or something. It was like five or six. Cause I remember when I sat down to watch it, I'm like, oh yeah, like getting in there for the 12 hour marathon. And then it was like six episodes. And I was like, you guys. Were they, uh, were they hour episodes or half hour? I don't probably remember. About, probably 30 minutes. Yeah. 30, 30 minutes. That's a half but hour. But I hope they make more. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys are just so busy. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But hopefully they make more because they watched, are magical together. Have you watched Todd Margaret? 
Yes, I watched the first season. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen any of the recent ones. The second season's good too. And then yeah, I haven't seen the third season. The first yet. season was really funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Are you guys watching Love? I already watched all that too. Yeah, finished it. Yeah, I'm in I'm on episode seven. Did I, I did you like it? I don't wanna say what I thought on record. Well, you watched it all though. I did because I was like into. Here's the thing with that because it has Kanane, it has Paul Rustic, yeah. and it has people I personally know and like yeah, we very saw much. Kanane's ass though, I didn't care for that. That was funny. I love Kanane, and he's great in it. He mm-hmm. is yeah, he's fantastic. A, he's a mess in that show. But I feel it's just overall, and this isn't to blame on love. It's just this recent trend of these shows where everyone's a jerk. There's everyone's no likable character. Okay. And I don't mm-hmm. even mean like, like likable, like plus, I mean like they are fundamentally bad human beings yeah, yeah. where I'm watching it going like, why would anyone hang out? I just don't feel any connection. Cause I'm like, but, I, why would anyone hang out with this person? Let alone want to date them. Yeah. Well, that really so, goes all the way back to Seinfeld. Is that none of those people are really likable in Seinfeld. Right. I mean, which is a, I feel like, like they're likable maybe because you're laughing at them. Oh, they're so right. funny. But deep mm-hmm. down, you're like, oh, these people are pretty bad people. Yeah. And I guess I'm kind of maybe that's a childish complaint, but it's this sort of thing where I'm like, I, why would I want to watch people yeah. I'd never hang out with in real life? Yeah. It's that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I don't know. But, but I, I like the show a lot. Kyle, do you like it? Yeah, I did like it. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, Paul Rustin makes me laugh. Have you watched Kimmy Schmidt? That's what I'm saying. They're great. Oh, Kimmy Schmidt, I love. I haven't seen season okay. two yet, but the first season was great. Mm. I loved it. I'm like fine with it. It's something to watch. First season, I only watched about three episodes, and then I didn't. I wasn't really getting into it. But then everyone told me it gets really good, like at episode five or something. So yeah. now maybe I got to go back. That's what's yeah, great. It. The stuff is there. It's no not going anywhere. Right. All right. Here we go. <laughs> you came up with this uh, topic. It's perfect time. Did I even say we haven't said it yet? No, Garth we've Brooks. just been doing TV solid instead of rock solid. This is Garth Brooks. No, <laughs> uh, April said, "Why don't we just do songs uh, that have girls' names in, in the title?" Easy peasy. I went, I went crazy on this. Every one of my songs is just a one-word girl name. Whoa! Like I didn't do like Ruby Tuesday or I didn't do like uh, Barbara Ann or anything like that. I just don't look at it, man. Well, that's funny because we won't have any overlap. There were things I left out because I was like, oh, I bet Pat's going to bring this one. But now... I just did did one-word names the whole way down. Wow! Mm -hmm. You took it way more serious. Mine are all... I mean, I could do that for a little bit, but all the rest of them are phrases. And, And all of yours are Leslie. (laughs) <laughs> how insane, how insane. if yeah. it was like the most specific episode I it has know. to be this exact name yep and i didn't even play mandy i could have played mandy but it didn't so uh since you picked it i'm gonna let you go first i know you brought a zillion songs i have uh, i have 17 i don't know how many we'll get to but i mean i have a zillion well am i supposed to try to go toe for toe with um oh you like when i go first because then you can go what are you gonna do to like i kind of do like that okay i'm gonna go first then okay Okay, my first uh, my first girl song is from uh, Marshall Crenshaw album from 1989. The album's called Good Evening, and uh, he did not write this song, but I love it. It's called Valerie. Choke or drown if you 
I thought he was going to rhyme calorie with Valerie. <laughs> he did. How great. Did he? Oh, that's the next line. He goes, "You can't, you can't afford to eat one more calorie." Great. But, All right. But he didn't write it. Well, and I'll as long as I can, I'll do one word. I'll just do this song. is just called Angela from Jarvis Cocker. Does that kind of have a have a, a Bob Mould feel to it a little bit? Yeah, that's his album that um, Steve Albini produced. Oh, okay. So it was a bit like rockier. Yeah, that's good. Than his usual jam. Like How old is Jarvis Cocker now? He is 50. Hold on. I, now I got to look it up. He's not as old as Morrissey. So that means he's... He's 52. 52. 52. Old I knew man. it was like early 50s. All righty, let's yeah. go. Uh, I'm going. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna play a song by the Ramones. Nice. And the Ramones, uh, Kyle. What did the Ramones uh, call this girl song? What's this? What's this song by the Ramones? Ramona. <laughs> R- what if a, Ramona. they had a sister, Ramona? Ramona. Ramona. <laughs> this is from Rocket to Russia. Let's hear it. And they name check it themselves. I remember, uh, I remember before I listened to the, even listened to the Ramones. I thought, oh, these like I looked at, I saw them on the album, and I just thought, oh, they're just like going to be this music is going to be so crazy, right? Right. And then when you listen to that old Ramones, it's just like sounds like like sock hop music. <laughs> it is. It's so tame. It is really tame. But it's funny to think at the time it kind of wasn't though. Like I know. at the time it was kind of like whoa. I know it's weird though because that song is literally. I think my mom it's would like go, hey, the, that's a good song. Yeah, it's like the Beatles like with distortion. Beach Boys yeah, or something. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm going to break my rule already then. Since you played the Ramones, I'm going to play the song called Debbie Loves Joey because it's about Joey Ramone. All right. Um, and who's the artist? Helen Love. It's a really uh, poppy. It's great. In a school disco He kissed her for the first time On the last bus home He said You be Debbie Harry I'll be Joey Ramone She saw shooting stars Flash by The moon exploded in the sky Her heart flipped When they kissed Stardust on her lips Special bat in the dark Getting pissed in the park She's in love She's in love And when they walked downtown All the people were standing Used to laugh at her clothes And the colour of her hair 
seen and she didn't care Cause baby's gonna take her everywhere Cause he said they'd live in New York And the stars would be their own She was Debbie Harry He was Joey the Moe There you go it's about Debbie Harry and Joey Ramone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very nice. I think you play more songs that I've never heard in my life. <laughs> like, Is that I'm good or bad? Like, That's good. Okay, good. That's good. Now, That's what would, I'm here it, for, it right? Would, it would be bad if I didn't like them. Right. But I think I think 85% of the time I'm enjoying what I hear. When That's you play generous. It. I'll take it. I, I really do. I mean, you know, once in a while, I think once, once a show I'll go, eh, I don't really know. Right. No, I'm. Are you kidding? I thought you were going to be like fifty percent of the time. I, that, like. No, I think. I think. Uh, I'm pleased with eighty-five. All right. All right. Here's. This is a song <laughs> by Stevie Nicks. Yes. Stevie Nicks had many, many songs with uh, with uh, girls' names. Well, they're Just all her babies. Totally. They're, they're all my babies. Uh, <laughs> you know, I never had. I never had children myself. But when I when I write a song, I feel like I swaddle it and I care for it and I love it. Anyway. Um, this is uh, this is written by Stevie Nicks and Mike Campbell from the Heartbreakers, and uh, I think this song's about Greta Garbo, Garbo, and this song is called Greta. Rhinestone collections all the time. <laughs> Stevie Nicks twirling. I wonder what Greta would say. <laughs> another lady, another time, another. really no chorus it just kind of that the whole way drones on i seem to like i don't know how you are but sometimes the album that that an artist released that wasn't successful or that no one likes that's the one i love right and i'm i i can be the same way too this album uh or like St- weird b-sides and stuff yeah this album by stevie nicks called street angel it was a, it was a bomb and i love it Right. No, I'm totally, that happens to me too, where I'll be like, such and such is my favorite song in the album or something. My friends are like, what? That's clearly the worst song. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Uh, uh, Okay. uh, Well, since you played her, and that just reminds me of- Her name is Stevie Nicks. You played Stevie Nicks, which reminded me, I should have kicked it off with Prince to begin with. Uh, So obviously I'm going to play Darling Nikki. But um, that was the one that you, uh, in your example. Yeah, because I was listening. I mean, obviously the day died. I was listening to Prince all day long. And that was part of the reason I thought of this thing because I was like, oh, yeah, that's an easy one to do. And then because he wrote Stand Back, technically. So that reminded me of the Stevie Nicks connection. Um, so, yeah, Darling Nikki. I met her in a hotel lobby, masturbating with a magazine. Good cue. She said, how'd you like to waste some time? And I could not resist when I saw little Nikki grind. You 
know that this is the song that made Tipper Gore put parental advisory stickers on everything. Oh, well, it's just about a sharper image, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is that's what started that. Man, this Prince thing. It's tough. I mean... Prince and Bowie within months of each other is just unspeakable. It's just like 2016 is the year my childhood died. But like even we, even though we didn't know Bowie had cancer, we didn't know Bowie had cancer. Right. But we find out that he has cancer and it's like, all right. And he's... But he's 10 years older than... I mean, I mean, that's... If someone said, hey, you have 10 more years left, you'd be like, what? But I mean, Prince is 57. He yeah. always looks Great. so healthy. Ageless. Like at least every time I see a picture of Bowie, he, he's smoking. Of course, yeah, yeah. Prince yeah. looks. Prince was a vegan and looks, like didn't drink and, and yeah. He, and he looks phenomenal. His skin is like so like clear and totally. And just, mm-hmm. So I was just like, what? Totally. Like Pardo sent me a text. He goes, "Remember on the plane when you just asked me uh, what rock uh, what rock death uh, hit me the most so far?" He goes, "It has to be this one." And then he didn't tell me who it was. So I like Google and then boom. I was like, are you kidding? I, yeah, it's crazy. I'm saying, yeah, that's funny. I woke up to a text from Dave Holmes that just said, I guess we're going to have to have another dance party. And I was like, what do you mean? And then he was like, didn't you hear the news? And I'm like, you, dude, and I was just like, you like, better not be fucking with yeah. me right now. And he was like, I'm sorry. And then I was like, I don't want to get out of bed now. Yeah. It was just... And, the, and yeah, and super prolific. I mean, he so much music, totally. And he was so. I get it's like I could talk about this for five hundred hours, but yes. And he was so unbelievably talented in, in such mm. an other world. Like he could play everything. Yeah. He could play everything so effortlessly. Yeah. And there was a time, you know, that time when he played the residency at the Forum. We went four times. There was a time in my life I went to see Prince once a week. Yeah. Every Friday, we went to see Prince. I saw was, him at the Staples Center. I didn't go to one of those shows. I don't know why I didn't, but uh, I didn't. Tickets but, were like $20. Yeah, but I saw him at the Staples Center, and it was amazing. Unbelievable. He, Unbelievable. Those four remain the best shows I've ever seen in my entire life, yeah. better than any Morrissey show, better than... I've seen thousands of concerts in my life, and the Prince ones are head and shoulders above anything else I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. He just said he was a he was a he was a ge- genius, prodigy, all Yes, those I mean, words. it was like, exactly. No superlatives are too much for him. Mm. And 57, it's young across the board, but especially for somebody who was still so vital. Like, he wasn't yeah. lamed out. It wasn't like, you know, some people when they get, you're like, oh, this guy's just being like propped up on yeah. stage and whatever, whatever. It's like, no, he was still. He has a new album coming out right. in like a month or something. It's, I mean, it's, and I, I was mean, reading, that was set for release before he passed. Right. It's yeah, I was crazy. reading something about how they are going to turn Paisley Park into a Gracelandish place, was, and I'm I like, I'm that, totally going. I said that to PLR the other night ago because have you seen like the? It doesn't even. It looks look, like a business park. It looks yeah, because like there's no windows. Right. There's no windows in his house. Yeah. It's one weird. day Prince woke up and said, "Get that sun out of here." <laughs> and I feel like he is one of the last. Like him and Bowie are just this the last of the kind of. It's of the times, you know what I mean? Because now, if you're weird. It's almost sort of contrived because you have so many uh, you have so many resources, yeah. and they were weird. And weird is such a catch-all term and a simplistic one, but like at a time where you didn't really, it seemed like they were inventing it as they were going along. And as a little kid who didn't really have any like creative people around me who yeah. had you know parents who were accountants who like didn't care at all about art or being weird or creative yeah, yeah. or colorful seeing them was like, oh, you know, that there are people out there who are interested in this and who are interested in seeing what's out there beyond these four beige walls of yeah. my parents' house. 
And it's, it's just like, it's so weird to think that can't ever happen again. Maybe it can, but they were I like know what weird, you mean. but like popular too. So it was like, oh, they it's were okay for to be everybody. Weird. Exactly. Yeah. It was this sort of thing where they were for everyone. Yeah. The um, and they did so many things in their career that even if people at one point said that guy's really weird, then Let's Dance comes out and you go, hey, I kind of like that one. Right. You know what I mean? They always right. had stuff that was more accessible than some weirdness, right. even though none of it's really weird. Right. You know what I mean? But it was they just and Prince especially. I was talking to friends about this, how much he taught us about sex Mm -hmm. in a way that's like, again, that's a weird idea that kids now, and the most hardcore of porn is like a click away and just being a kid and like sneaking to watch Purple Rain. And it was so dirty and so like, I hope my parents don't catch me watching this movie. You know what I mean? In a time where it was like so innocent that like this guy was like, it, it, me and Millie talked about it at length because we're the same age and we grew up together. And he also, he, in later years, he had questionable, I mean, he's a Jehovah's Witness, so he said questionable things about gay people yeah. and misogyny, whatever. Like, at the time, it was like this guy celebrating women and in every song, like, worshiping women. Of course, he wanted to bang all women, but yeah. he was like, I'm into women. Women are awesome. I'm going to have women play guitar in my band. Like, yep. yeah, it was like a crazy thing to see as a little kid. He always had women, like, in the band yeah. and everything. The, um, I, you know, I was watching, you know, a lot of the CNN stuff and they were interviewing people, you know, that live like in his area, you know, and they would go, I just saw him last week riding his bike. I mean, mm-hmm. so it was like, I think people thought like he just stayed in and made music, but it sounds like he would go, no, he was at the club this week. He came out, he sits up there. Oh yeah. I've read things about how he would knock on doors as a Jehovah's witness. He would knock on doors to be like converting people to you know how you have to do that as part yeah. of being a Jehovah's Witness? Yeah. I go, you know what? Yeah. You have to come in and we have to talk about I would this. too. I fully really, yeah. would be like, oh, okay, please come in and tell me more. Just read the entire Bible to me, please, Meanwhile, Prince. at the meetings, they're like, guys, I don't understand. You're getting the door slammed. Look at Prince. Prince, Prince is nailing yeah, it over every, here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Nelson yeah. has converted thousands. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I don't know what your yeah, problem yeah. is. Yeah, totally. Uh, Mr. Nelson needs more books all the time. You guys yeah. come back with sackfuls. Totally. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so it's crazy. And it's just crazy to think of all this. I mean, he wrote all those time songs. Think of all the hits he wrote for all the other people. I wanted to tweet. There was a time I was like, think of your favorite song. There's like a 90% chance Prince wrote it for whoever did it. Yeah, it's nutty. Yeah, it's crazy. All right. From Prince, we're going to jump into someone uh, named uh, Billy Idol. Mm -hmm. This is from 2005. This is a song called Sherry. Here comes some cool guitar. <laughs> they are not in your shoes. They are not you. Poor fools. You know it's a world of confusion. All using and self-abuse. So come home as a brand new day. Come home, my Sherry. All right. What am I going to play after that? I think I'll play, I'll try to go back to the one word jams and I'll just play Polly by a little band called Nirvana. Maybe you've heard of them. Mm -hmm. This will be the song I don't like. What? How do you not have Nevermind? I'm sure it's in here somewhere. Polly wants a cracker. (laughs) 
guess you get off her first Think she wants some water To put out the blowtorch Isn't me Have a seat Let me clear Dirty wings Let me take a ride Cut yourself Want some help Please myself Got some rope Haven't told Promise you Haven't true Let me take a ride Cut yourself Want some help Please myself You get it. I'm not a Nirvana fan. Really? I don't know why. But I just feel like Nevermind's one of those records that everybody just has. I know. You know? Have you watched Soaked in Bleach? Yes. That's crazy. It is crazy. Have you watched that? No. Is that a is that a new Netflix show? No, it's um, I'm kidding. It is well, on it's a ne- documentary on Netflix. Oh, it is on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, a, it's just about his death and how like just shady and like crazy and she weird. She did it. Yeah. She did it. Yeah. You think Courtney's the- I think she did it. I've seen multiple like it's funny the more they come out he, like Kurt and Courtney I'm like oh, okay maybe and then there was like uh, whatever in between those yeah. two and I'm like well, okay and then I watched that and I'm like yo she did it that one's like it's crazy how many like weird like just sciencey things that they do in that one especially because yes. every other one's like eh, this is handwriting looks similar right but that one this one was like the way he's holding the gun there's no way yes like the private investigator in like, that one is the, really convincing. The way, like something, whenever he fires, whenever someone fired the gun, the the way he's holding it, the shell would eject this way, mm-hmm. but it's laying over on the other right. side. Right, and plus they were even saying that he had so much heroin in his system that he wouldn't have been like his hands, the motor function. Yeah, they, they were like he wouldn't have been able to pull a trigger. Yeah, they on a basically shotgun. said like he had three times the amount of heroin in his system that it would take a normal person to OD. Yeah. Wow. So it's like, like, not only would he have just probably died from that, but like he wouldn't have been able to physically hold a gun up in his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Heroin must be great, right? Because people love it. I've heard things. People love... People love it. They love the H, man. Yeah. Love that horse. Carried around a little kit. I am going to try it when I'm like 80. When I'm 80, I'm going to do like all the drugs. Why not? For sure, because then it's yeah. like I don't have a life ahead of me to waste. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm it. dead serious. Bring me some H. I mean, I'll have to do it gradually. I mean, when I've never had any drink, so it's like I'll get drunk one night, mm-hmm. see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Next night, smoke, smoke. Then you know whatever, smoke weed. Yeah, crack, heroin, coke. No. I mean, I'll probably die on like day three. In that order. I wonder, whatever I'll try to figure out the order of like you know which what, is just, the most hardcore just have someone make like a, a wheel of fortune wheel yeah and you just spin it no joke because it's like I do I'm sure they're great and it would be a nice feeling to experience but I want to wait so I'm not ruining my life yeah and it's like it's if I idea. make it to 80 let's party man let's do it <laughs> yeah grandma was so cute you need a shirt that says yes. that if I make it to 80 let's, let's party, party. <laughs> at that point all bets are off give me the all the horse and the crack you got oh, she loves window pane Grandma did some window paint. She did some crank. Just huff paint. Everything. Huff, totally. Oh, huffing is totally. The, I'll do. The, I'll drop acid. Is the best. Shrooms. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's go way back to 1963. This is uh, the Four Seasons. This is uh, and wait, wait to hear how crazy high their voices. This is called Marlena. Frankie Valley, right? Yeah. Whoa, 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 
love the Four Seasons. Speaking of someone, they just prop up on stage, you know? Oh, yeah. Pardo and I saw him uh, two years ago. He's 80, uh-huh. and he lip syncs uh, 95% of the oh, show. Oh, okay. well, yeah, because you can't hit that note anymore. But what's funny is he... He doesn't even really try to even look like he's really <laughs> lip syncing. It's such a lazy. He'd be like, "Put that back on. I'll see if I can lip sync the way he." Okay, this is great for a podcast. Yeah, well, you. great visual. So he holds the mic like this. Okay. Oh, he's got a Bob Barker mic. Yeah. No, he like barely opens his mouth. No. Yeah. You know, now, it's, no. It's because all the old people there can't see or yeah, hear. Right. So they, they can't know. tell that his mouth so isn't moving. He, he opened the show singing uh, Grease. Grease is the word. Right. And like, uh, he comes out and, he's, and Pardo and I look at each other like, man, wow, unbelievable. Oh, you didn't then, realize. Like, no, no. Then like 30 seconds later, we give each other the crass <laughs> look. Like, Wait a minute. And we're like, oh, he's not singing a lick of this. Right. And so we're like, okay, maybe it's just this song. It's. That's a hard song to sing sure. at any age. No, nothing, nothing. <laughs> what a and bummer! Then, and then at one point, a guy right behind us goes, turns to his wife and goes, "Frankie still got it." I'm no! like, "Oh, he does not have it." Because he, he, I would have rather him come out and sang with the voice he has now, right? Or I, or given all of us. Well, you say that, neck. you say that, but maybe not. Like, what if he'd have uh, done that and you were like, "Oh, gross!" Oh, it's go. He's eighty. But we we met him after the show. You know, he signed our stuff. Right. You know, I have an album signed. And, you know, we were like, great show, Frankie. And he's like, thanks. I'm like, how can you even say thanks? Right. Thanks for... <laughs> you didn't for, even sing. You just stood up there. Looks great Yeah, but it's 80, like maybe though. 80, that's an achievement, standing on stage for an extended period yeah. of time. Yeah. That's they nailed true. his boots to the floor. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, he's I Michael stood Jackson up. style. He totally. was really funny between songs, too, when he would talk. He was really funny. He goes, I'm going to slow it down a little bit now because I'm old. You know, stuff like right, that. Right, right. Hey! <laughs> All right, you're up. Go ahead. Well, got any doo wop for me? It's not really doo wop, but I'll play Elvis Presley for you. That's um, perfect. And this is and this Marie's the name is latest flame, and it's also my middle name. April Marie. There you go. Boom. A very old friend came by today because he was telling everyone in town of the love that he just found, and Marie's the name. Of his latest flame He talked and talked And I heard him say That she had the longest, blackest hair The prettiest green eyes anywhere And Marie's the name Of his latest flame Though I smile, the tears There you go That's nice, what year is that from? Um, the 50s but I also like another thing I liked as a kid is that Elvis was so into chicks with black hair and always like made mention of that. I think he even changed that lyric. It was supposed to be something else, but that always made me feel better as a kid growing up looking like Wednesday Adams. That I was like, this guy's into Elvis it. Elvis likes it. Elvis likes it. When you were your April Marie Richardson. Yes. Uh, when you were married for a time, did you take your husband's last name for that time? I did indeed. Can you, you want to tell us what that last name is? I don't for a ridiculous reason that is true. And that's because he never uses it. He never, he uses a fake last name on the internet. Well, how bad is this name? Finkelstein. It's not bad. He just is, he runs a record, his own record label. And it was always this fake last name that he used. Okay. And so like nobody knows his real last name. But you didn't take the fake last name. You really, no, I took his his real last name. And then as soon as those papers were signed, Richardson's back. um, Richardson was back. 
All right. I don't think I'll ever change my name again well, if you I can't, get married. No, you you have uh, you're you're established as April Richardson. Sure, but it's more about just like how annoying that was to change it back and everything, and how it's it's kind of meaningless. Did your wife? Did your wife no. use your last name? No, no, no. She's Pilar Alessandra. Yeah, it's just kind of a meaningless gesture. I think I don't think it means you love anybody any less if you don't no. take their name. Although, no. do you do your kids have hyphenated last names? Then? No, no, no. They're just my real last name, which right. is Dodson. Right. Francis right. is my middle name. You know what's really funny is somebody follows me on Instagram. And their username is Pat Dodson. That's weird. And every time I see it, I'm like, I think it's you. No, it's not me. And I'm like, when did he pack it Instagram? Nope. But um, yeah, I don't think, I, I think when I got, I was so young when I got married, I thought that was a, like, if you, I don't do this, he's not going to think I love him. But right. now I'm like, no, nobody cares what your no. last name is. That no. doesn't mean anything. Not at all. So uh, I agree with you. So don't, cool. you're, Rich, you're Richardson for, uh, for life. I guess, which is also kind of meaningless because that's my real dad's last name that I didn't even know, but... I like it better. My stepdad, when I was a kid, wanted to adopt me and was like, I want you to have my name. And I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> I was just like, I'll, is, I'll just keep this one. Is his name funny? You won't believe what his last name is. Oh, that you can you tell Which us? I'll tell you. Edit this out because I don't want people. To, I <laughs> just, talk about just, my mom all the time. Later. Just tell us later. Okay. That way I want him to edit. Yeah. All right. So far, we haven't edited edit anything. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> All right, this is the next song is uh, by The Who. This is uh, originally, uh, this song was called, in its working form, it was called Teresa. Uh, Pete Townsend wrote it about actress Teresa. Mother? No. <laughs> uh, actress Teresa Russell. He met her at a party, and even though she was uh, married or engaged to someone, he was all cocained out of his mind. He just, just fell head over heels for her, so he wrote a song called Teresa, professing his love for her. And, and then, now it's called Russell. Did it work? <laughs> Did no, she dump her? I don't, I don't know that. It, no, because then when they recorded it, they recorded it uh, under the new work, the new title, Athena. Oh. And I'm reading. Uh, Roger Daltrey hates this song. <laughs> how do you re- how do you record it though? How do you how does he, it? Get- they probably think you know what? Just let him do it. Fucking no one will it. like this song. Whatever. Yeah. And we, Roger we'll sings it. Roger it. sings it. So here, I love it. Uh, it's called Athena. I love this song. It says uh, it was the first single off this album. I don't know how that happens either. Roger doesn't like it. It says on the on the tour for this album, they only played Athena ten times on the tour, and they've never played it again since. And that because that's how much he hates it. That's how much they must neither one likes it now. And that was in 1982. So if you go to see the Who and you want to hear Athena, that's not going to happen. You're out of luck. You're done. So do you have another like Greek goddess type name on there? I don't, but the sound of that one was making me want to play this song. This is called Happy as Annie by a band called Lyric and Love. I don't know if you're going to like this one or not, but we'll it was a, it's a little like... What's it called? Sorry, Happy as Annie? Happy as Annie.
real softly touched by warm summer breeze Their blue tits flocking and swerving My accuracy, well it's quite unnerving I stole into a burnt orange field Which once was green Lost his zeal to dance and dance And sing around Which is not condoned in the centre of town Children, please beware I'm choked with fear Oh, children, please beware I'm choked with fear It's like country ska. Kinda. I like they only put out one album, I think, and it's rad and I have it. And it's fun. But it's yeah, it's kind of nuts like that. Yeah. Is the whole album like that? Yeah, pretty much. I didn't mind hearing that. I don't know if I'd like a whole album of that in the car while I'm driving. Right. <laughs> so How often is... does that get a spin? Or were you just like, oh my god, I found this. I haven't listened to this for the longest time. No, it does. I, that particular song my friend Dave put on a mixtape for me ages ago. And I bought the album based off that. So I was like, oh, this song's great. And I bought the album. And yeah, it's a pretty good album. I mean, like, I don't listen to it every single day, but I like it. Yeah. You brought up Dave Holmes earlier. He's going to be doing the show. Uh, I got uh, I got an um, advanced copy of his book. It's great. He is my favorite writer. Like, yeah. I'm not joking. Every time that he tweets anything that he writes for Esquire or anything, mm-hmm. I read it immediately. Do you have, the, have you read any of the book yet? No, was, oh. I only read, there was one sample chapter that he posted mm-hmm. on Esquire and it was amazing. And he and I, it's so funny because I think he's only a handful of years older than me, I think, but yeah. we have such parallels. Like, there's so many things that he's written about music and how it affected him or particular songs that affected him. And I write, I email him and be like, did you live inside my brain? Like this is exactly yeah. the same experience I had. Yeah. Dave's, yeah. He's great. He's a great dude. I really like Dave a lot. Yeah. Um, and I also like Dave as much as I like Dave. I love Rick Springfield and uh, they're both good looking dudes. Both great friends of yours. Uh, well, no. <laughs> uh, Dave, you know, Dave Holmes, he's, he, he's charismatic. He's super charismatic. Like he he like, didn't make me the mixtape. The person I was, t- the Dave that made me the mixtape, by the way, Dave. it was Dave from the Beautiful South. Haven't we talked about them? Yeah, we've talked about men. Yeah. Uh, probably ad nauseum, I think yes. is the word. That's who it was, though. Not Dave Holmes. But uh, Dave Holmes lights up a room. He it super does. Yeah. And but, he comes to all of our dance party. We had the best time at the Prince dance party. You guys should have come. What was, uh, whatever night it was, uh, seriously, I, it was a night I could not make it. That sounds believable. Here's what Whatever part. night it was, I was definitely busy. Which night was it? Because I was honestly, gonna, I was going to stop by. It was on Sunday. That was the only night that we could get Bar Lubitsch. Mm. Uh, we're going to do another one. Chip and I, we're going to do like a Prince and Bowie night. Here's oh, what cool. Pardo Just always says. Just play nothing but those two dudes. Here, Pardo always says, look, I can't come. I can't come because I have that thing. Yeah. He's the, I invited him to, of course. He's he didn't come. He's never going to go to yeah. anything. <laughs> I know. He's never going to go. I saw him like... Uh, and then he makes fun of me for inviting him. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry him. I'm a nice person. Well, I, I don't want to go to that. Yeah. yeah or I like makes fun of me for even having a thing. And I'm like, you're right. I'm a loser. We were, to get, we were <laughs> together uh, for three days in Brooklyn for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And then the following week, we went to see Iron Maiden. And then I told people, I go, and now Jimmy and I will not do uh, another thing for... Uh, for two, like years. For years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had a great time at both events. It was so cool. Um, all right, Rick Springfield. This is from Success Hasn't Spoiled Me Yet. I love this song. Crank it up. It's called Christina. Yeah.
I have a question for you, Kyle. Are we going to go see, are we seeing Rooney? Uh, What's going on with our yeah, Rooney tickets? Yeah, check. I checked the other week and didn't yeah. get back to me. Let me Come on, me Rooney. Um, I have a funny Rick Springfield thing. Have you ever watched the Eric Andre show on Adult Swim? Yes, it's so great. I have not watched that. There's So it's like kind of like a... I'm not an adult, nor like can I fake, swim. <laughs> it's like a fake... Insane talk show. Insane talk show. Like... They'll bring guests on and they won't know. Like they'll have like uh, Lauren from the Hills. Is that who it was? Yeah, that girl. They Lauren, have Lauren they have, Conrad. Yeah, and they don't they didn't tell her anything about this. Like, oh yeah, you're gonna be a talk show. And she's like, oh okay, great. And then he comes out and he just does like crazy things. He like gets just, naked and he shit. like tries to like fuck with them basically. Okay. Like yeah. he had a you bunch know of, Eric Andre, right? I think so. Yeah, he had yeah. a bunch of oatmeal in his mouth and then he pretends to throw it up on the desk <laughs> and she's like she's like. And then he just like slurps it back oh in. Oh my god! Just stuff like that. So was Rick Springfield on? There's an episode where they're like Rick Springfield's here, and they bring him out, and he's like on a dolly, like tied up, and he has duct tape on his mouth, and they pull it off, and he's just yelling, "Help, help!" And they just put the duct tape on and wheel him back. And well, then, then later, he must have got it. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he got it. But okay. then later they put him in front of the microphone, and he's just screaming, and the band's <laughs> playing, and like <laughs> Eric Andre is out of his mind in like the best way. He'll just yeah. do anything. Well, I gotta I have to there's, watch. There's this a now. prank where he's on the he's on the subway, and he has a like a bunch of bees. Mm-hmm. He's like in a beekeeper okay. outfit. And then he just, the subway tilts and he just goes, no, and like just knocks it over and everyone's running around. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> uh, is that one of these 15 minute adult swim shows? No, I think uh, it's 30 it's like, minutes. Yeah, it's like 22 Sometimes minutes. Sometimes yeah. the shows are 15 minutes and mm-hmm. that confuses yeah. me a little bit. No, I think this one's like a, an actual show. All right. Yeah, it's pretty great. All right. All right. With your rock vibes, I think I'm going to play Guided by Voices. All right. And this is called The Best of Jill Hives. So I wonder if Jill Hives is a real lady. I don't know. This is for you, Miss Hives. Uh, oh, here we go. I wonder if she has hives. I love bass. <laughs> I love the way you said that. I love bass. Made up weathered and tight Clad in gladstone watching go Swimming beneath the Hello, lonely as the nation. This is to all There you go. Um, it doesn't seem like there's any information. There's that, whether or not Jill it's a real is just, lady. This is all guided by voices. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. You're going to be bummed out that you played that Elvis Presley song when you hear what I'm going to play next. Okay. What? So, because uh, I'm switching the order up here, Kyle, mm-hmm. okay. I want you to uh, grab that Roy Orbison song. Okay. Out of all the songs on my list, I think this is my favorite song on this list. Okay. I love this song. The woman's Why name. Why is it going to bum me out? Because you could have played, because I feel like this would have been a good, no, it's not going to, the song's not going to bum oh, me okay, out. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, Roy Orbison and, and Elvis oh, Presley. Oh, right, Those doing it back to back. back. Sure, sure, sure. But I love this song so much. Uh, the, the woman's name is Claudette. And this, yeah, this is the song on this list that I could just listen to on a loop. So I have like, read, by the way, multiple places that he dyed his hair black so that he would look more like Roy Orbison. 
Elvis dyed his hair black. Yeah, because after seeing Rory Orbison and being like, that guy looks cool. Boy, I don't know if Rory Orbison looked cool. Or an Elvis Presley, you did. Why didn't Elvis also punch himself in the face a couple <laughs> times if he loved Roy Orbison so I much? mean, I don't think he wanted to go method. Okay. But. All right, let's hear uh, Roy sing uh, Claudette. The one line is, I'm plum out of breath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. That's something that like my parents would say. My wife loves uh, Chris Isaac, and but does not like when I play Roy Orbison. I'm like, how can you? This is if you ask. She Chris, don't want to bang Roy Orbison. No, no one wants to. I, I mean, I get it. I feel her on this, but I'm for like, sure. I bet if you ask Chris Isaac, hey, name your three top influences. I bet one of them is Roy Orbison. Absolutely, but I mean, as a lady, <laughs> I get it because Chris Isaac could still get it. First of all, I did not say which one of these guys do you want to bang. Right, but I'm <laughs> I'm getting in your wife's head on this one and being like, I get it in the way that she wants to hear the guy she wants to French sing into her. <laughs> other than the other dude, no, well, it makes we're, perfect we're, I'm, sense I'm to getting, me. I'm getting I'm I'm understanding a little bit of how you listen to music. Yeah, makes perfect sense to me. I'm going to now imagine that every guy song you play tonight is oh, that's the guy she wants to French. Uh, well, I was about to play Elton John, so calm down on that theory. Yeah. Well, he was now, married. He was married at a time. Yeah. One of the my favorite things he's ever said is there was some interview where the interviewer, for some reason, asked, what's the strangest thing you've ever put in your mouth? And he said, a clitoris. Whoa. <laughs> hey, Elton. That's amazing. <laughs> that's, well. That's amazing. That's, but also, why is that an interview question? I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, uh, that's, yeah, that's like one of those stupid websites where five quick questions and then right. that's one of them. That's not a legit interview. But what was a that great 16, answer. Was that on 16 Yes, minutes? it was. It was uh, Barbara Walters asked him. Now, what was the strangest totally. thing? Um, well, okay, I'll play, because I got the Smiths and Morrissey on here. No. <laughs> you got both of them on this list? Both. What? Smorrissey. But I'll go ahead and play Smorrissey. Amy. <laughs> Did you hear that? He mashed them up. Smorrissey. Smorrissey. That's actually a donut at Donut Friend. Oh, is That's it? like... Tastes like s'mores, and it's called the s'moresy. Oh, it tastes like morrissey. Tastes like I wish. Um, no, they have you ever been to Donut Friend? Yeah, it's so rad. But yeah, it's they awesome. have a s'moresy donut. Maybe I have seen that there. Yeah. So okay, I'll play Amy by Elton John, right. and then maybe next time you go play, back to you back. You played this song on our Elton John episode. Did I? Yeah, but let's hear it again. No, that's not. Then I wondered if I did. Yeah, you did. Well, then I'll go to the Smiths. All right, and I'll play Sheila. Take a bow. Okay. You can drop it in the middle. I know. I wanted to hear Amy again. Oh, you guys have already heard it. Download it, pricks. (laughs) Pricks. Girl and I'm a boy. La 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 
Let me ask you a question. That's the Smiths. Because you're a diehard Morrissey fan. Yes. Do you unconditionally love him, or does he uh, sometimes release an album where you're like, I don't know. No, it's not unconditional. There are definitely songs in recent years where I'm like, this is whack. Yeah. I mean, I will always go see him. Yeah. But... No, it's not blind adoration. Right. I don't think that's healthy for any. I, I don't mean, think it is either. There are people who don't do good stuff, and yeah, yeah. Um, but I still buy everything. Yeah, me too. Yeah, like my favorite band is Cheap Trick, and they right. just had a new album out April first, and it's it's not good. The whole thing is not good. It's got eleven songs on it. Japanese imports got thirteen. Sure, uh, which I have. Uh, I like about five. I, I feel that way about actually uh, World Peace is none of your business is the latest Morrissey yeah. album and I'm with you. I, yeah, uh, there's just, about five songs on there. Where and I'm even like, those songs aren't like killer. Like I'm sure. not like I love these five. I'm just like I can listen to these five. That's it's, funny. It, it's disappointing. If those yeah. five were those five because I listened to it with you a little bit yeah. than my own but like those five are like as good as filler songs on the better albums. Yeah. Like there's no Yeah, there, I'm with you. I feel Morrissey's latest album, it's crazy. There's one song on there called Istanbul that I think is the best song he's written in ten mm-hmm. years. Where I'm like, whoa. whoa. And then the rest of it, I'm with since, you. I'm like since Constantinople. <laughs> yes. But I feel like Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I have albums like that too by artists where I'm like, I don't like this album at all, but this one song on yeah. here is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If only they would have worked more around this right? area. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna play April's game now. What was the song that she just played? Sheila Take a Bow. Right, yeah. so I'm going to play a song called Sheila Whoa. by Aerosmith. This is from 1985's Done With Mirrors. This is, this That's like, when they started getting ugly. This is, um, <laughs> this is when the, the group got back together, the original members, and this album kind of sounds like a bunch of demos that aren't quite fleshed out, but okay. this Great. is Sheila. I just I don't play a lot of I like Aerosmith I just don't play them much in the right. show so I all of their album covers are an eye roll. Oh, are you looking at this one? Yeah, <laughs> Done with mirrors and so it's backwards. Yeah, it's a bad album cover. <laughs> it is a bad one. Well, I'm gonna I sometimes mean, trucks fuck on their albums. A couple of trucks fucking. Sometimes uh, an udder is pierced. Ah, uh, might that be pierced. one. I remember that. Get one, a yeah. grip. Terrible. Yeah. Well. I'm gonna just. This isn't in the same vibe as that, but I'm just gonna play the Morrissey song I brought. It's called When Last I Spoke to Carol. Carol, that's not a name that should ever be in a song. Carol. Carol. Yes. Some Esteban guitar. Totally. When last I spoke to Carol, I said, I can't pretend it gets easier.
Yeah. What you're not seeing is April full on Annie singing it, lip syncing it. To the rescue, no one ever comes. That's a lyric in the song, and it's so right. Uh, are you like me, though? You'd rather have a bad Morrissey album than no Morrissey album? No, because I kind of... You think you should take a little more time? I'm... Uh, it's funny that we're talking about this, because when I had dinner with Tony Visconti last night, he was telling me some Morrissey stories, because he produced the record that that song's on, by mm-hmm. the way. And um, Or no, did he? That's from Years, years of Refusal. No, he didn't. He produced Ringleader of the Tormentors. But anyway... Because we were talking about that, and it's like, I wouldn't mind him retiring. I don't want. I'm not a person. You mean retire, I'm not in, retire from making music or kind of everything boat. in a way. Because I don't. I'm not the kind of person that wants to see. You know, I'm not into the Rolling Stones touring into oblivion. I'm not a person that wants to see like an 85 year old propped up on stage. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of not into that. I feel yeah. like it depends on who you are really. I mean, for Bob Dylan, it makes sense because he's never been a kind of stylish. His whole thing is not, it's all substance, no style. So right. it's like, if you've got 90 year old Bob Dylan up there playing a guitar, you're like, okay, but somebody like Morrissey, whose thing is kind of vain and a little bit like mm-hmm. I'm a stylish, um, you know, dandy fop mix in <laughs> with the music. To me, that's like, well, maybe you should retire. Yeah. I don't really know if I want to see a 75-year-old Morrissey. Is that his new album, Stylish Dandy Fop? Stylish Dandy Fop. I just think that's all part of an entire package. And, I, you know, it's not that I don't want to hear him sing anymore, but there's a sort of, like, maybe just preserve Mm. what you've done. I wonder what a 70-year-old Sting is going to look like, because that guy still looks He still looks amazing. I feel like there are people that can do that, but overall... Like Springsteen looks great. He looks unbelievable. And I just saw... Where I'm like, what is you found of youth shit going on here? Like, what is happening? And I just saw him... He killed Prince and he's bathing in his blood. Seriously. (laughs) I mean, he looks so young and unchanged that it's almost creepy. I mean, I I just saw him in, in March and they... They hit the stage and played for three and a half hours and then left the stage. No fake encore right. or anything. Right. But yeah, 35 songs. How old is Springsteen? 66. 66. Yeah, and he's still like ripped. Again, yeah. I feel terrible. I don't want to give anybody any sort of age limit. I'm not a person no. who values youth over talent or any crazy shit like that. No. Hey, I'm an old hag. I'll be 37 on Sunday. I mean, like, I'm not trying to tell people to quit when they get too old, but I just feel like for certain people, there's no shame in just being like, I've done what I've come yeah. to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what's keeping them alive, though. Yeah. I, I think would... sometimes when people retire, then they're like, mm, it's over. Right. Uh, yes. And I don't want to say this about, I, I think Madonna, speaking of, Madonna looks amazing. I think mm-hmm. Madonna looks yeah. amazing. Yeah. And I would never want to make her say out loud, like, Madonna should retire because she's old. Like, it's not that. It's just, I don't know, maybe it's Isolate of, that. Isolate that. We'll just no, that I love her and she shouldn't. I'm just saying. She just needs to play a better set list. I guess my thing with Morrissey is I'm like, I'm so personally invested in that dude that I'm like, don't, for me, don't get lamed out, please. Do like, you, yeah. Do you think he'd be one of those dudes that like, if he did retire, he might record one or two songs a year and like maybe release it online or something like that? Or no, no, he just no. Up. He's so adamantly anti doing that. Oh, okay. Because he's such he's that. such an old school dude that he's like obsessed with record labels and getting mm-hmm. signed to a record label like that makes any difference in this day and age. Yeah. He won't. He will never embrace the internet. And I, prior to this fiction novel that he released, my dream was like, oh, he'll retire and just be a writer. And now I'm like, oh, maybe don't do that either, dude. 
don't write any more fiction at least maybe you should do like poems or something i agree fully i agree but his fiction novel was like atrocious so i'm like uh i don't know man what was it about what was the premise <sighs> dandy fops i you guys don't even know it was this weird black magic-y kind of it was about this this team it so was about this relay wizard, team. Read wizard well, I, of fiction. Of course I read this. I mean, like I got it at like midnight when it was released. It was about a team of relay racers, like four dudes on a relay team who run, who they're practicing in the woods and they run into like this demon and they accidentally kill him. And then the demon like haunts them and makes all of their life, like makes one of their moms die, makes one of their girlfriends leave. Like it was like this weird, it was so terrible though. <sighs> It was meant to take place in Boston in the 1970s, and every character talked like Morrissey. Wow. Every character talked about like Margaret Thatcher and stuff, where I'm like, <laughs> nobody in Boston in the 70s cares about this. Sounds like a great book. It was so bad, and it made me cry. It was so bad, because I'm like, Morrissey, what are you doing? You're so much smarter than this. What's it called? List of the Lost. Guys, get List of the Lost. It had a really cool cover, though. Man running. But his autobiography was amazing. Did he have help writing it? Was it like no Morrissey plus blah, blah? No, 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 no. Not at all. And you can tell when you're reading it. Mm -hmm. But I feel like he's a person where he's so much himself and everything he writes or says sounds so Morrissey-esque mm -hmm. that it doesn't translate. You can't write fictional characters because they're going to talk like you. Yeah. So I, I'm like, write a book of essays. Write, you know, another things about your autobiography that you didn't put in there. Like... Something like that. Yeah, there's got to be stuff. No more fiction. Unless the fiction is set in England in the 70s yeah. and the characters are like you. Guys, uh, List of the Lost came out last September and you can now get it for four ninety nine on Amazon. Oh, right. Save your money. Uh, go to <laughs> rocksolidpodcast.com. Use our Amazon link. Yes. Uh, we're an Amazon affiliate uh, so, and we'll get a little kickback from that. And get a shitty book. Yay. <laughs> with a cool cover. I'm going to play, you talked about Tony V, is what you call him. I call him Tony Visconti. Yeah. Uh, this is a band he produced, although he did not produce this song. This is uh, a song written by Bob Seger and then recorded by Thin Lizzy. Thin Lizzy. This is Rosalie. I just, I always do feel like I repeat myself. Apologies. I know I talk about Morrissey all the time, but you know, if I had anything else going on in my life, I'd talk about that. We, I, we talk about, everyone talks about what they're passionate about on the show. I okay, mean, good. People are sick of me saying the two words, cheap trick. Well, I might've played this song before, but I'm going to play the B-52s. All right. And you can drop the needle into this because it's kind of a long jam, but this is Planet Claire. <laughs> I mean, duh. You sounded like Owen Wilson when you said that. I did? Yeah. That's kind of cool. Planet Claire. Planet Claire. <laughs>
jump ahead a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it has a really long intro. I just have a feeling at some point, all of a sudden, it's going to go, Planet Claire! Planet Claire! Claire! <laughs> Is this an instrumental? No. You've never heard Planet Claire? We're, I don't three, think so. we're three and a half minutes in. No, in the middle. Oh. It goes in and out. For one of the seven stars that shine Love the B-52s. Love them. Speaking of weirdos. I I don't love them, but I did see them them live once. Did you go to that show at the Bowl where they played with like Human League? No, no. I saw them at the Universal Amphitheater. Um, Oh, you mean Harry Potter World? No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, With the Pretenders. And the the Pretenders opened. For the B-52s? Yeah, I thought that was weird. Wow. Yeah, that is interesting. That's how they did it. Maybe Interesting. They, maybe they were flip-flopping every night and I saw right. them. But I don't think they were, to be honest. I don't think they were. Well, Love Shack was a huge hit. Maybe that was, was like a bigger hit than anything the Pretenders put out. It might have been. Yeah. Yeah, that was a big hit. What was another hit of that era? That album? It was like Love Shack, Deadbeat Rock, Club. Rock Lobster. No, Rock Lobster was well before it. What else is on that album? That was a huge a, a hit. Cosmic Thing. Cosmic Thing is the album that it's on. Yeah. But I was looking up what the singles were. Love Shack, Dry County, Dead Beat Club, I think, was the other hit from that. I mean, Love Shack is, was gigantic. Rome. Rome. Rome was the other big yeah, hit. That's, that's right. Huge. Totally. Channel Z. That album's yeah. awesome. When I sing Rome, I always sing Rome, Nipsey Russell. <laughs> that's what I sing. Because I don't know the real words. <laughs> Uh, I've asked you this before. I know I have, but I'm asking you again. Okay. You still buy CDs. Yes. You love the physicality of I CDs. I love the physicality of CDs. Love it. Yes. Go If you're looking for stuff, go to a, a website, gohastings.com. Okay. I found so much stuff. Like like some, rare stuff? Well, like I was looking for like some, some, Chris Isaac might be coming on the show, so I was looking for some. I'm sorry. Way to bury the lead. What are you talking about? <laughs> GoHastings.com. No, <laughs> great. That sounds great. Tell me more about Chris Isaac. He says he might come on the show. It's not a definite or anything because he's got tour happening and then it'll be after that. Party. Who gets to be the co-host on that one? April Richardson? It'll be... Uh, Is he married? No, he's not married. So again, who gets to be the co-host on that one? April Richardson? I feel like I could handle that myself. I think you might need help. I think I'm saving you for if I get Martin Fry on the show. Yeah, but he... Oh, how... What? Hell, hello. Hi. Okay. What? How? Which one would because you... Because he plays at the Canyon Club all the time, or are they just like in... I've seen them there twice. Uh, how do you feel about Lexicon of Love 2 coming out? Dude, are, could you seriously get Martin Fry? Why not? I'm because not does he live here? He lives in Sheffield still, doesn't he? I wait till he comes to town. I want to... Okay, well, I don't want to bang Martin Fry, though. All right. Chris Isaac... Different story. Let me ask you this. How do you feel about Lexicon of Love 2 coming out? What is it? Is it like an actual new album of new material? Yes. Oh, I didn't even know about that. You didn't? No. Yeah, it's like a, a sequel albums are weird, but it's a sequel album. It's a. Ooh, that's tough because Lexicon of Love is like 
so good. It's like pull, one of the best albums of the 80s. Pull up the cover just so you can show her the lexicon of love. Yeah, let me look this up. But anyway, yes, uh, yes, I will come hang out with Martin Fry. Okay, cool. And Chris, and you're and you're you're throwing your your you're and throwing, Chris Isaac definitely and you're throwing your panties in the ring. Wow, you're right. It comes out on May 22nd. Yeah. Oh, you see the cover? Do you see the cover of the album? No, I can't. No, no. I'm just reading an article oh, about I, it now. Oh, okay. I thought you might have the cover. It looks like Chris, Chris Hemsworth is on the cover of the CDC. Oh, yeah, it does look like that. I mean, the it, lexicon, this is It's not this him. He's tough. too skinny to be Chris Hemsworth. Show, show her this. Oh, it looks just like, oh, it's like. And that's this. Martin Fry in the background. The, right, the right. The guy, the detective or whatever. Oh, I like it. Isn't it cool? I love that the album cover is like similar to the to other the album To the first cover. one. Yeah. It's the I other. It's ABC. the other side of the hallway. Oh, it's the other side of the hallway, or the or the wherever they're at. Yeah, because like, look, there's like a, a curtain here. Yeah, and all this, but then oh, that's the, neat. It's, it's the like other a take off there, of, and that's the other well, they're side. D- they're doing their job with the uh, with the graphics. And I will say, he still. You were talking about like Frankie Valley having to lip sync. Like they still sound great. Like I've it's seen good. them. Jeez, I've seen ABC probably like five times now, and he still sounds amazing. He still wear like a nice suit. Yes, he looks suave as hell. For he, sure. He's, uh, I remember for a time I would get him confused with, um, oh, who's the guy who sings? Tony it? Hadley? No, slaves, oh. the Slave to Love guy. Oh. What's, that? What's his name? I think, because most people, whenever I talk about ABC, people think I'm talking about Spandau Ballet. No. Oh, God. Who am I thinking of? This is good for a music podcast. <laughs> what I'm uh, talking about. I feel like Martin Fry is still kind of youngish. Because when the Lexicon of Love came out, he was like Brian 21. Ferry? Brian Ferry. Oh, is, yeah. yes. Those guys are all cut you get from, them mixed up. from the same cloth. Right. Yeah. Kind of. You know what I mean. Yeah, like suave suit wearing dudes. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> oh, he's 58. He's 58. Why did I think he was... I guess Lexicon of Love came out earlier than I thought because I just remember reading about how he was so he was like 21 Jeez, when he wrote that album. He should be dead. Prince died. Oh, 57. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Edit that out. <laughs> um, uh, I forget who played it. I just played uh, Rosalie. Yes. So it's your turn. You played Rosalie by who? By Thin Lizzy. Lizzy. All right. Shut up, Kyle. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Getting aggro here. I love uh, I love anger for no reason. All right. Well, I'm going to play this because I'm going to go see them next month at the bowl three nights. This is The Cure, and this is Charlotte. You're going all three nights? Charlotte sometimes. Yeah, I think I am. Wait, what do you mean? You don't have your ticket? Oh, I, I stub hub it usually day before. I never buy tickets in advance. You don't need to, really. something that would be on like Daria. They're like, are you Charlotte? And she'd be like, sometimes. Hey. It was after a book, I think. I uh, think there's a na- there's an actual book called Charlotte Sometimes and that's what the song's about. 
What if it's a kid's book, like Amelia Bedelia? I think it might be. Seriously. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, back to this lexicon and love for a second. Yes. I, I know the hits off the first album, obviously, because they're all over MTV. Right. But I am so excited for this lexicon and love, too, that I'm actually going to buy both of them and then listen to them the same day, like in back the full. Actually, that's a good idea. Yeah. I'll probably do the I'm same. Do that because, and again, I've never heard lexicon of love of love of love. I've never heard lexicon of love. Yeah, but I love the album called lexicon. The crazy of thing about that album, though, is I know Poison Arrow and all the like the hits were mm-hmm. everywhere, but you that like, start to finish, it all could have been singles. Every yeah, song on that album's great. Yeah, I, I think who is it? I think it's a, a friend of the show. P.F. Wilson loves that album too. It's so, so good. Murray just walked in. Oh, you mean Pff Wilson? Yeah, Pff Wilson. Poof. I'm Pff Dotson. Pff. Uh, so we'll, How many more songs we'll do play, we? We'll play a couple more and then okay. we'll wrap it up. Uh, hello, Murray. Hi, guys. Hi. Hey, uh, April, how are good, how are you? <laughs> I'm going to play, uh, Kyle, who's, who's, uh, who's my mom? Who's your grandmother? Oh, uh, Lucinda. Lucinda. But she's Lucy, but her, yeah. her real name's Lucinda. And uh, I found a song. This is uh, by Jesse uh, Mallon. He was in Degeneration. And this is from an amazing album called Glitter in the Gutter. And this is Lucinda. I've got a message Or as I was told Summer's waiting In California seems so cold Lucinda Lucinda. She'd be like, mm, I don't like that nah, song. that's a little bit too heavy for me. <laughs> again, I like I'm, Neil Diamond. And Paul Anka. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm just trying to make sure, again, I don't repeat myself. All right, I'm going to play the Blue Tones. This is a song called Emily's Pine. Uh, but you can played this before. Have I? I know <laughs> I've played the Blue Tones before. But like, I'm kidding. But you can drop the needle like a minute. I think it has a super long intro, yeah, too. Yeah, that worked out well the last time we did it. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Getting up on April episode. She shed her secrets there. She shed her clothes and skin and hair. Her beautiful That's a good tune. It is a good tune. You would love them. Yeah. What are they called again? They're called the Blue Tones. You should definitely get their first album, especially. I don't think I'm going to like them. Cool. (laughs) That's cool. The Blue Tones. This this episode is taking a turn. What do you classify them as? Pop rock? Yeah. They were out in like Britpop times. So Mm -hmm. I think they got classified as Britpop, but they're a bit more straightforward rock, I think. But the first album is called the... Expecting to fly. No, it has a song on it called The Fountainhead, but it's called Expecting to Fly. I think you would love it. 
All right, I'll listen to it. Kyle, uh, send me a, send me an email. Blue tones. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm gonna play a song. My next song is gonna be uh, a song called Evelyn by uh, my friend and friend of the show, Heather Stewart. Heather's been on the show, played live on the show, and this is from her 2013 album, What It Is, and this is a great song, Evelyn. When I moved to Santa Monica A broken house, a broken street A lady up the hall Lived above me with brown eyes And so were mine brown eyes We had that in common She was happy with nothing In her pocket I could learn from Evelyn Heather's voice is so amazing. Also, uh, she played live at the uh, the Bowie show. She did, she did she some pl- great Bowie covers. Yes, so yes, she did. Go she listen did to that indeed. show. Um, yeah, it's just uh, it's you know I had I had known Heather. I knew she sang and recorded music, but I didn't know her as that. I knew her just as Heather, our friend Heather. Right. And so when I finally got her CD, I was like. Because it's hard to, I think it's hard to like separate, like, okay, now I'm going to listen to this CD as if I'm listening to a real it's CD. Like, you know what I'm like, saying? Right, right, right. Like Somebody that I don't know. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, and I was really like, I was like, holy It's like what you fuck. said about Veep. Like, you know, a lot of friends are on shows and they're eh, yeah. or something, but like, no, she's great. Yeah. She's really good. She is really great. Good. She has a fantastic voice. Thank you. You're, you're welcome. You gave it to her? <laughs> that, sure that was did. nice of you. One, it was her birthday, and I... Uh, that was a great gave, gift. Gave it to her. It keeps giving. I said, you know what? You need to sing. Broom. You're a magician. I touched your cheek. A gypsy touched you're your cheek. You're a wizard, so therefore I'm not interested singer. in what you're saying. <laughs> um, okay, well, I'm going to play my friend. Here's, here's what's going to happen. You're going to play one. I'm going to play one. Oh, dag. We're going to talk, and then you're going to play and the play there's out. just one more. Yeah, and you get it. This is pressure, dude. I know. All right. Well, we're going friend for friend. I repeat myself. I talk about Billy Bragg all the time. This mm-hmm. is him. You it's brag a song. about him. I brag about Billy Bragg all the mm-hmm. time. This is a song called Another Kind of Judy. You even have a bed and breakfast tattoo in your That's house. right. <laughs> oh, that was for BB guns. Oh, she does. She does. Baby. Rolling round on fours. I was looking for a lover just cause we should turn down to be another kind of Judy. Took me down to the cherry tree She drank me back to puberty But she turned out to be Another kind of Judy I was 35 going on 17 I was missing in action in the local scene But she turned out to be Another kind of Judy Did you listen to music on the way down here today? Yes. What'd you listen to? I'm trying to think of what exactly was playing when I got out of the car. Was it something you chose to listen to? Yeah, it was a mix I made for somebody, and I was like testing it out to make sure it was rad before I gave it to him. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait a minute. You don't what do is, that? What is I the fully rad? do that. What is, you mean the, the, I'll make this, a mix for somebody, wait, and then wait, I'll burn the, it. 
did you, and played in my car to be like, is this rad enough like, to give away? Did it flowed like the sequencing yes. was good. Yeah, I got to listen to it like it's an album. I feel like and your then, life is just high fidelity. Yeah. Like it that. is. And then, it really is. Like the only joy I get is and, music and, and making mixtapes. And then it's uh, then at some point, sometimes you go that that was. Yeah, that I'll listen rad, to it and I'll it go. Not rad enough. It's not rad enough. I'll be like, that song doesn't fit with that. It shouldn't follow that song. I need to replace it with something else. So you don't start from scratch. You might just pull one song off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll be like, oh, this will fit better following that. Yeah. So this pull, is like my you, only hobby. You pull out the tape decks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Put them next to each other. The double tape decks. So, but I don't remember what I was listening to. Like the song All that right. was playing when I, but I think it was, it was a, Genius of Love, Tom Tom Club. Oh, wow. Because I was making that go into White, White Town, Your mm-hmm. Woman. It was like the dance block of the mix. How'd that fit? It fit pretty good, actually. Okay, cool. It's pretty, I think it's rad enough to give away. When you burn this, do you put zero seconds between songs? Zero seconds. So it just flows right Flows in. right through. All right. Yep. You're nuts. <laughs> <laughs> This will go down as the episode where you have been the meanest to me. I don't Just FYI. Been, we're laughing. We're all having a good time. Uh, are we? Okay. Um, <laughs> Wait, apologies. Because it's my turn now. Then you have to pick a play out. Crap. You're right. Okay. okay. Uh, apologies to Elvis Costello. Uh, sorry, Veronica. Apologies to Blondie. Sorry, Maria. Apologies to Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Sorry, Magnolia. Apologies to the Monkees. Sorry, Valerie. But I will end my song list with uh with a guy named Peter Wolf, lead singer of the Jay Giles band. I don't really like Jay Giles band. I don't, but I love Peter Wolf solo. <laughs> it's weird. Okay. Like I don't like Black Sabbath. I love Ozzy solo. Do you like right. Peter and the Wolf? Do not like Peter and the Wolf so much. I like uh, sucks, I like that right? Wolf and I like the Wolf and the Three Little Pigs. That guy's cool. Oh yeah, he's, he's cool. He's just trying to get some bacon. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't like bacon? This is a song from uh, 1996. The album's called Long Line and this song is called Rosie. They say you can see the future Right in the palm of your hand But I don't need a fortune teller girl To tell me where I stand Never thought I'd be so lonely Never thought I'd come crashing down Here I am with one chance only One chance to turn all around That's a questionable note, that last part. That little yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about that. That's okay. You're going to close it out with a song, so you you better pick a strong one. Look, all I'm, look while this talk about ABC reminded me of when I saw them open for these guys. Now hold on a second. We're going to do a little promotion. Whoa, okay. Follow you at AP. Yes. A-P-E-Y on Twitter. Indeed. What's your website? AprilRichardson.com. That's, how are people going to remember? I don't that? know. Uh, Kyle, write it just down. change your last name. Write it down. You have a fan page on on Facebook. Yes. So like that. Don't try to be a real friend. Don't try to be a real friend. I'm no. not having it. No, she's gonna say fuck you. My fa- my fan page is like April Richardson comedy. I think. Yeah. So go there. There are so many. April when I tag Richardsons you, when I tag you in things, I tag your fan page because I don't want people to think they can go no, over there. It's that and, shit's private. And visit with you. I, I post private things about Morrissey. About Morrissey and about a rad mix. Exactly. Kyle, what did you listen to on the way in today? I listened to uh, 
Never Not Funny. Oh, okay. Who yeah. was the guest? Paul Reiser, but I didn't get to that part yet. I talked to my parents, and then I started playing that, and then that was... All right. I came here. Cool. You listen to Never Not Funny every week? Um, Not every week, but lately I've been getting back into it, because I can Bluetooth in my car. It's way easier than okay. T- downloading TMI. It. TMI. This guy. Uh, this guy, right? Yes. Asking us about our lives, <laughs> and then when we tell him, he doesn't want it. It's a funny gag. <laughs> uh, you're at Kyle Dotson Funny on Twitter? Yep. Uh, you, do you have a fan page on Facebook? No. I used to, but then I was like, why the fuck do I have this? So I deleted it. Gotcha. Maybe someday you, uh, you're on a tour bus opening for a comedian. And Maybe you get uh, a fan page back. start a fan page for your self-esteem. Ooh, get it to come back. I like that. Kyle's self-esteem. <laughs> <laughs> go, go like Kyle's self-esteem. Yeah. On. I am at Pat underscore Francis. We are at Rock Solid Show. Please read Andrew, Andrew Rich's show notes at rocksolidpodcast.com. Also, you can uh, donate to us, or you can buy a T-shirt, or you can go to Amazon, and you just whatever you want to do. But uh, <laughs> I appreciate it. I've gotten tons and tons of emails lately, people really loving the show. I love to hear from you guys. You can, also, uh, you can also Facebook message me whenever you want. I will answer you. I'm not like April, who doesn't want to talk to people. Okay. I'm kidding. It's, it's a Look, what, I get what do you usually respond in an hour? What is it? A Not, day? Listen, first of all, many messages I get are from pervy dudes, so well, no thank you. you. See, I don't get pervy dudes. And I got so many in a row that I was like, I don't even want to look at this anymore. Yeah. It was no, really you, bumming me out. You also get out. the pervy dudes, but they just want to talk about Steely Dan when they, right. yeah, when they or, message you. Or they want to know what April's really like. <laughs> I got a few like really explicit ones in a row where oh, I was really? like... Oh, for sure. Constantly. That's the worst. It is the worst. And so it made me like not want to look at it. And then same with Twitter. There are just days where I'm like, I don't even want to look at my app mentions. Yeah. Because they're awful. Like Jen Kirkman always goes on these rants on Twitter and I totally agree with everything she says. Yes. But even when I like try to get in there and like agree, like I said, I totally agree with you. I have daughters now and I'm 100% behind you. And then someone, some... uh, batshit crazy person will be like, how come it took you having daughters to realize that? Okay, right. that's not what I said. Right, right, right. That's not what I said. Yeah, it's still grim for ladies on the internet. Yeah, so that's grim. why I don't really, there are days I don't look at my messages and I apologize if you send me a kind one and I don't respond. Yeah. I do appreciate it though. I can't believe you get a pervy message. Why? Because I'm so gross? Is that why? <laughs> Wait a minute. Do you want a JK, JK, message? JK. No, no. I'm talking really explicit things. How am I going to delete this message that I just sent? Ah, uh, whoops. <laughs> okay, what's your song? Let's play. Let's send it out of here on a high note. Got to go Human League. This is not a high note. It's kind of a sad jam that I love called Louise. Never heard this song. Yes, you have. Just wait. Rock and Peace Louise. Whoa. Rock and Peace Prince. Definitely. Yeah. Rock and Peace Murray. When he saw her get <laughs> off hand the bus It seemed to wipe away the years Her face was older, just a little rough But her eyes were still so clear He drank his coffee and he hurried out Across before she walked away Then he approached her like a little child Too scared for what he had to say Hello Louise Remember me Now should we part or stay a while 
as if we were still lovers. Totally. 